Welcome to the Life Church of Kansas City podcast. Please consider following, sharing, and supporting by giving at tlckcmo.com. May you be blessed by the Word of God. Lift up that voice and shout unto God with a voice of triumph in this house. Would you lift the roof off this place and begin to magnify Him? Somebody praise Him like nobody else is in the building. Somebody praise Him like nobody's watching. If you love Him, would you let Him know that you love Him? He I worship you and bless you. We expect you to do what only you can do tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. There are angels all over this room right now. There is spiritual warfare in the room. There will be victory in this room. There will be deliverance in this room. There will be miracle signs and wonders in this room tonight. In Jesus' name, praise the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh. <laughs> I didn't drive nine hours to have cute church. I've come to tangle with every devil in this area tonight. I've made up my mind we're going to see something happen if it's the last thing we do tonight. Praise God. You may return to your seats. It's such a high honor to be here. If you love Bishop, would you clap your hands and get loud? And I love him so much. Appreciate his voice in my life, in my family's life, and now even in my children's lives. I just so thankful for him and his influence in our life and such a blessing to have a covering so powerful, so apostolic, and such a visionary and so secure. And I love that so much about him. Pastor Justin, I love you very much. And I appreciate you gifting, but more importantly, the friendship that I have with him. If you love Pastor Justin Gleason, please clap your hands. Give him honor tonight. Bishop Wilson, I honor you, sir. Can't wait to hear you tomorrow. A true apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ. And all the other, Brother Caleb Herring, the greatest evangelist going on the planet right now. And you're blessed to have him preaching here and passing the mantle. Incredible anointing. Amen. Brother Hannibal, I love you, sir. Oh, this is the man of God right there. I give him high honor. That's an apostle too, by the way. Amen. And so, so thankful to have my gorgeous wife, Janae. And my four kids this year with me. We're all here this year. I'm so, so thankful. And my sweetheart and my babies. We're so blessed to be here tonight. Mark chapter 9. Felt something in prayer this morning. And then felt something else during the day. And so I got to the hotel and said, which is it? And the Lord said, both. I said, well, okay. Well, we're going to combine that quickly. And so he began to talk to me, and I'm just going to do what the Lord has said to do, and then get out of the way. Mark 9, 17, and one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which hath a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth, and gnasheth with his teeth, and pineth away. And I spake to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. He answered him and saith, O faithless generation. Notice he didn't answer them. He answered him and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. Somebody say, bring him unto me. And they brought him unto him. And when he saw him, straightway the spirit tear him. And he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming. And the Bible says he asked his father, how long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, of a child. And oft times it hath cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything have compassion on us and help us 
Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. When Jesus saw the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter no more into him. And the spirit cried and rent him sore and came out of him. And he was as one dead, insomuch that many said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and he arose my assignment tonight is to tell you take the demon to Jesus take the demon to Jesus oh some of y'all are squirming right now y'all just gave yourself away (laughs) Lord Jesus have your way in this house Release the gift of faith, but not just that. Release the discerning of spirits right now on every pastor. On On every man of God, every woman of God. In this room tonight, I pray, open our eyes and open our ears and give authority to people who've been seeking it to speak and the devil would leave. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, have your way tonight, I pray, in every chair, on every person, in every house, in every family. I love you. I expect you to do what only you can do. If you love him, would you clap your hands to him? One more time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you may be seated. I think that the most frustrating part of being a child of God is not when the adversary attacks you personally or when God maybe does not take care of something for you personally but i think the most frustrating part of being a child of god is when the enemy attacks a family member in your house or in your world and you're helpless to do anything about what's going on in their life that's where it gets frustrating if he was attacking you you would just man up or woman up and put it on your shoulder and say i've got this but when there's an attack on your kid or on your dad, or on your sister, and they can't seem to get free from it. That's when it gets frustrating. That's when you feel helpless. That's when you go from prophesying to asking God, please, would you come through and would you make a way? And I've come tonight to come after some family storms that are in this room that you feel like you have no control over and no power over and no dominion over but there is a God that knows what you've been crying about and there's a God that knows what you've been asking and there's a God that knows where you feel helpless it's terrible when you have to survive somebody else's storm the mariners in Jonah's storm they had to go through it because he was running from God it's terrible when everything would be peaceful if it wasn't for somebody letting the devil in we'd have just a perfect day if it wasn't for cray cray in our house everything would be fine but there's always somebody that's being attacked and if they would just get better it would all be better and that's the hard part when you're doing everything you can personally and yet someone you're attached to or you're connected with or you work with lets the adversary in that's frustrating the man was fine he said I'm okay but I've got a kid And the kid has a friend. Well, he's not a friend. He's a a demon. I don't have an offering to bring you. I don't have uh, loaves and fish for you to feed the multitude. I don't have clothes for your disciples. I've got an issue in my house. And my son has a demon 
coming after him. It's, it's got him, Jesus. I, everything would be okay, but I can't stop the attack that's getting after my son. And I'll tell you what type of spirit it is. It's a dumb spirit or a mute spirit. Let me just say this for a second. Oftentimes, people that get possessed or oppressed by a spirit will act out what the spirit is. So a spirit of fear cannot do anything. It attacks a human. And when the human believes the lie and believes the words, now the human's having panic attacks. Now the human's having anxiety. Now the human's afraid to turn the light off. Now the human's afraid to sleep at night. It's because the spirit has gotten control of the person and the person now acts out what the spirit is. You're staring at me like you have no idea what I'm talking about. A spirit of anger gets a hold of somebody and now the man or the lady is angry all the time and they're acting out what they're not angry. It's a spirit that's on them that they did not realize has grabbed them and they're becoming a vessel of the enemy. Perversion. You can go on suicide, which is in this room, by the way. Depression. You're a child of God filled with the Holy Ghost. And you start saying things like, I can't take it one more day. If God doesn't help me, I'm, not, I'm just going to end things. That's not you. Oh, I wish you would sit there. That's not you. That's a demon that wants to take you out and arrest you and make you go to hell before some of you need to wake up and arrest your mouth and say, I will not speak that. That's not me. I am bought with blood. I'm covered by a spirit. I'm anointed by the word of God. said, he hath a, he stopped talking. He's not talking now. Here's the other symptoms. Jesus that it's a dumb or a mute spirit. He's tearing my boy, which means to rend or to burst apart from the inside. He's being ripped apart inwardly. And he's not talking about it. He's exploding on the inside. But he's not relaying it outwardly. Oh, I'm talking to someone in the room right now. The enemy has come and you're a boiling mess on the inside, but you're trying to keep it together so everyone will think you're still super spiritual and super connected. It's so, once in a while you need to get real and ignore your reputation and your image and say, I don't care who's watching me. If there's a devil attacking my mind, I'm not leaving here until it's off of me. I'm not saying you're possessed, but if you are oppressed by a spirit, don't sit there and let the spirit take you down and you can't even worship God. That's why you always worship God in church. Because there's more things here than what you can see. There are angels in here you can't see. There are devils in here you can't see. And I promise you, if you saw them, you would have no problem being a worshiper because they land on the critical. They land on the cynical. They land on the doubting and the unbelieving. That's why even if you don't feel like you've got faith, just fake it. And say, I still believe God can do it. I still am going to praise him. I don't feel anything, but you aren't landing on my house. You're not landing in my kid's room. You're not landing in my emotions. Somebody ought to praise him just to show the enemy that you're still shut up, that you're still alive, and you're still anointed, and you're still powerful, and you still got the king of kings inside. Here's the next symptom, Lord. He's foaming at the mouth. We laugh at that. 
But what he's saying is stuff's coming out of his mouth that shouldn't be. You know when you're talking wrong. You know when you're saying things you shouldn't be saying. He said he's got this foam coming out of his mouth. And he's gnashing his teeth. Which means to squeak, squeak or squeal or shrill. Just acting crazy. And when it's all done, the, the, the tearing and the gnashing and all the foaming, he pineth away. Which in the Greek means to dry up, to wither up. He, he, he curls up in a ball. Have you ever... Oh. Have you ever been attacked and then just and said something like this? What just happened? When it's a demonic attack, it leaves you going, what in the world? And you start thinking. And you just go alone in your thoughts. It's called pining away in the spirit world. The attack has released the bomb. The shrapnel's everywhere. And you're now just sitting silently going, what just happened? I come against every fight in every marriage in this room right now in Jesus' name. Oh, it's cool. You can act all cute and dignified, but when you're screaming, cussing, throwing objects at each other in the house, then you go to your respective corner and sit there and say, what just happened? It's a spirit in your house. I don't care if you're a pastor or a prophet or have the Holy Ghost 60 years. I know you want to act perfect, but sometimes you need to be real and get the devil up out of your house. He doesn't belong in there. Am I all right, Bishop? It's not your... You don't belong in a corner in the dark, in depression, going, I wonder what's going on. You are a child of God. You've got more power in your pinky than every devil in hell. Why oh, just fight depression? Then fight it. If you really fight it, fight it. Don't sit in the corner and wither up and die and say, I'm fighting. You're not fighting. You're laying down. If you're going to shut up, if you're going to fight it, then fight it. Well, I'm just struggling. Struggling means you're trying to survive. You're going to struggle, struggle, bro. Don't lay there and call it struggling. When you give in to the temptation every single time, that's not struggling, that's falling. Well, I'm in the Holy Ghost right now, I can feel it. Struggling is saying, I'm not perfect, but you better know I'm going to try every single day to please God. That is warring for it. That's fighting for it. And he gets, he curls up in a ball. And I brought him to thy disciples. Question, why are you bringing him to them instead of Jesus? If Jesus is in the room, why? I'm, no offense to Peter. But if Jesus is in the building, why would you go to anybody? Stop magnifying superstar preachers. When, uh, I'm sorry. Oops. Well, if he prays for me, what? He's not God. If God thinks of you, you could be healed. It's not about the person. It's about the king. Is this all right? I took him to the heroes. If you don't want to bother him, why are you even there? If you don't want to get a hold of him, why'd you even come tonight? Well, I don't like this type of preaching, but the devil loves your type of attitude. 
Because if we're not going to try to reach for him when he's passing by, why are we even here? I'm not here to see you. You're not here to see me. You're here because somebody's in the room that's from another world. And when he walks in, cancer can die and demons leave and sickness disappears. But he said, I, the route I took was I went to the disciples and your preachers couldn't help me. And Jesus, as he's hearing this, said unto him, O faithless generation. We think he's preaching about the disciples. But he didn't say unto them, you faithless. He said to dad, I know you're blaming my guys. And I know you're so spiritual that you know what type of devil it is. But you've got a faith problem. Bring him to me. And when he saw him, not when Jesus saw him, when the devil saw Jesus. Wrong church service to go to. He thought dad would stop with church people for trying to get deliverance. He knew they couldn't do it. But when dad was told by God, bring the demon to me. The devil gets uncomfortable when Jesus wants his attention. Every demon that came in with you tonight is so nervous right now because Jesus is looking right at them saying, tonight you're done. Tonight you're leaving. Tonight you're through. I want you to come here. When he saw him, he did what he would do. He him he started foaming all the signs all the stuff that the dad said here goes the devil acting out what dad said the devil would do now I want to stop for a second because Mark says he hath a dumb spirit that's what the dad said but Matthew said the dad said my son is a lunatic what it says. same story he is a lunatic which means in the Greek, he is epileptic. Now, Mark heard him say he's got a dumb spirit, but Matthew heard him also say he's crazy. He's a lunatic. Now, Mark heard him say the devil's attacking him, but Matthew heard him say he's crazy. It's not the devil anymore, it's just him. Hmm. He hath a spirit. And the devil starts going crazy and throwing him down. And as the devil's throwing him down, Jesus starts talking to dad and said, Dad, how long has it been like this? Now, does it really matter, Lord? (laughs) Like he's on the ground foaming. Jesus is like ignoring the demonic attack to have a talk with dad. How long has it been like this? Well, let me think. Son screaming over here. He was seven. Jesus knew. Anytime Jesus asks you a question, he already knows the answer. He's Jesus. Some of you answer him like he doesn't know. Well, let me tell you, Lord, let me enlighten you. If he asks you a question, he's trying to enlighten you. How long has it been there? You ready? How long have you been letting demons live in your house? I know you're desperate tonight. But I 
want you to admit how long you've coexisted with hell. Because the next best thing, if they cannot defeat you, is for a demon to be invited to live with you. Oh, it's quiet now. If they cannot conquer you, but you let them exist in your home, they'll take that. And Jesus said, I know you want a miracle, but you need to admit that you've had a devil in your house for a long time. Oh, it's quiet right now. I'm after every snake every wolf every lion every vampire i'm after every spirit that wants to sit there in your house and while you act dignified at church it's taking you to hell when no one's around i'm after your cell phone i don't care how dignified you act i'm after everything in this room that's hiding at home the problem with too many apostolics we have compromised to coexist with demonic spirits you don't bother me I don't bother you when Balaam was going to curse God's people he was hired by hell and God said you can't curse them I blessed them and Balaam told the king I can't curse them God's, but I can tell you how they'll curse themselves get them to coexist with the enemy If they let stuff in their house, they'll trip on their own feet. Stop trying to find the attack coming outside your church if there's a snake in the garden. Oh, I'm going to, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. You can act like a power warrior all you want to. If there's a demon squirming around your youth group, you need to pray and fast until that spirit is not comfortable in your house. We just moved to Dallas a few months ago and we got to our house. You can be seated. And we were, we're in the house and one night behind our bed, we hear something crawling up the wall. And I was like, that's weird. Then we heard it crawling above our head, above the ceiling. thought, well, it's probably a cat, you know. You know, because cats climb houses. (laughs) And then it was every night for a week. And then my wife said, I'm not living here anymore. Something's in our house. I said, well, I don't know what it is. She's like, go up to the attic. I was like, it's three in the morning. I am not. I have shot bears. I was raised in Alaska. I am not crawling up in the attic at three in the morning with a live creature up there that I cannot see. I call Terminix. So you guys are, I would have gone up there, uh uh-huh, right. And they came out and said, you have a rat coming in at night to get out of the heat. And it has probably four or five babies. I said, we're moving. I don't hang out with rats. But then... I remembered Pastor Gleason telling me about his grandpa when their house had termites and they were going to leave the house until something told him just because you're uncomfortable doesn't mean you leave. You make them uncomfortable being in your house. Is that right? So I paid the top price to have every hole sealed and every trap set. And it wasn't in the house when they did it. And it hasn't been back since. Some of you need to make the demons uncomfortable in your house. Why don't you turn the screen off once in a while? Get your Bible open and make the demon wish it wasn't just asking you why don't you do something to make the demon wish he wasn't there 
<laughs> I'm not leaving, you are. That's what you need to make up your mind tonight. I'm not breaking, I'm not losing the battle, you are. You've messed with the wrong dad. You mess with the wrong mom. You mess with the wrong teenager. You mess with the wrong preacher. You mess with the wrong child of God. You make me uncomfortable. I'm going to do everything I can to drive you out of the atmosphere and not exist with you. He said, uh, since he was a child, we've been living with it i want to preach to someone who's just learned to live with it it's been so long the battle's been so long not so rough so long that i've just learned to live with it if God was going to heal me, he would have already healed me. So I no longer go to the front for the miracle. I've just learned to live with the pain. If God was going to save my daughter, he would have heard my cries by now. He would have answered my last fast. But since he didn't, I'm just learning to live with the lie that she's never coming back. And oftentimes, Jesus, the demon, throws my boy into the fire and into the water. You know what he's saying? We have to be on sight at all times, Brother Caleb, waiting for the attack to prevent it from becoming worse. We've learned to live with it. We don't think we can cast it out. We don't think the church can help. And so we just make sure we live in panic mode, walking on eggshells, hoping to be there in case some, if he starts to cut himself. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. I'm feeling Jesus. We've just learned to be in maintenance mode Preventing more pain. That's exactly right. So we medicate it because we can't deliver it. We pet feed the demon that we can't cast out. Because if we pet feed it and we can put it to sleep, it doesn't go crazy in the corner of the house. And if you can do anything, help us. I want to say it right like you told me. You know the attack has been long when you're now looking for relief instead of deliverance. When you go to church just hoping to get a little bit of a break from the war. I don't know if I'm off my rock or not, but I feel like the Lord's talking to me. When you go to church just hoping to get away from the chaos and away from the arguing and away from the stress, and I know I got to go home and it's going to be crazy and nothing's going to change and it's going to be a, t a terrible night, but that's why I go to church because I get a couple of hours of peace. If she lets me go. If he lets me go. And I, I keep checking my phone every five seconds in case the demon's acting up. So I don't worship freely because the spirit at my house has a chain on me at church. Boy, I'm in and the spirit has got me tied up. And I just come for some relief. If you have a miracle altar call, I won't come forward. But if you have a, if you're stressed out and you just need some peace altar call, I'll come. 
Because I'm no longer asking Pharaoh to let, me, let my people go. I'm asking him for straw to make bricks. I, I'm, I'm not expecting to get out. I'm just expecting to get through. I'm not expecting to get delivered. I'm not expecting God to bring a miracle to my house. I'm just expecting God to somehow get me through the valley of the shadow of death. Now I know why he's talking to dad. He said, if you can believe, remember, oh, faithless generation, if you can believe, anything can happen. See, it's not just an attack on your boy. Now the attack has gotten to you. It's not that one person needs a miracle in your house. It's multiple people need it now. He needs to be delivered, but you need your faith revived because you don't think I can do anything. You're asking, you're saying stuff like, if you can do anything, how dare you take, if I can do anything, I made you. But you've lost your faith. And I'm ignoring the devil to talk to you. Because if he gets your faith, ready for this? Even if I deliver your boy, if dad keeps the door unlocked with his doubt and unbelief and negative spirit and low faith, the devil's going to come back in, dad. So I've got to get you so I can get him. you think the one in your family's got all the issues but why don't you look in the mirror and say am I doing something to let the spirit in I believe help my unbelief He first came to talk about his boy, and now he's talking about himself. I don't believe you're going to do it. Because I thought they would do it, and they didn't do it. And it's been here so long that I have a faith problem when I get in your presence. And Jesus said, Thou dumb and deaf spirit. Dad said, it's a dumb spirit. Jesus said, you misidentified it. You think it can't talk. It also can't hear you. All your words of unbelief and doubt and criticism, talking bad about pastor. And then you want to try to cast the devil out of your house? It doesn't even hear you. He said, not only is your boy not talking, your boy can't hear what you're saying. You feel like you're hitting a wall every time you try to tell them to come back to church like they don't even care to hear what you're... It's almost like something is blocking them and they don't even want to hear that. You've even said that they don't want to hear it. It's because it's a deaf spirit that's arrested him. And Jesus said, come out thou dumb and deaf spirit and enter into him no more in other words i know your pattern you come out he withers they think it's over you come back you stir it up and you've torn their faith into pieces but this time when you leave You are not coming back into that house again. And I know some of you are looking at me clueless. But when you leave this altar call tonight, a spirit that has always afflicted you when you're at home by yourself is not going to be there when you get home. Because Jesus said, I'm making it leave and I'm locking the door.
if some of you knew what was leaving your house right now, you would end this service. You wouldn't hear one more thing I said. You'd run the aisles. You'd shout. You would scream. You would dance. You would worship. But you want proof. And until you get it, you're not going to go after it. But Jesus sent me to tell you, I'm demanding the demon to leave the house and never come back. I curse every witch in this area in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I come against every voodoo priestess. I come against every warlock. I come against every Satanist. Everything you're sending to everyone in this building. I curse it by the blood of Jesus. I command it to reverse right now. You will not enter that bedroom. You will not bring them nightmares. You will not torment their kids. You will leave a shot and you will not come back. You need to lift up your voice if you have the Holy Ghost and let the Holy Ghost loose right now. You need to let the Holy Ghost out of your mouth and pray in, pray in tongues. needs to bring that demon down to the altar right now come up here depression I want you to hear me whatever's attacking you call it by name and make it come to the altar right now come on perversion come on alcohol come on pornography come on drugs come on anger Come on, suicidal thoughts. Come on, tormentor. I wish some of you are looking at me like I'm crazy. You need to grab that demon by the throat and say, you're going to wish you wouldn't have come to church tonight with me. You're going to wish you wouldn't have messed with me all night long. You're going to wish you wouldn't attack my kid the last six years. You're going to wish you would not have attacked my family. demon to Jesus now somebody begin to call on the name of Jesus and begin to tell Jesus about what's been afflicting you about what's been messing with you about what's been tormenting you come on be real it's not a time to be general it's not a time to fake it it's time to be specific right now it's time to be specific right now come on Tell him how long it's been there. Tell him how long you've let the devil live in your house. Tell him how long you've let that spirit attack your mind. That's not your anxiety. That's a spirit. That's not your depression. That's a spirit. That's not your fear. That's a spirit. Bring it to Jesus. You're going to the altar. Devil, you're going to the altar. Whispering spirit, you're going to the altar and you're going to hear me call you out to God. the tail 
You are above and not beneath. You're not a victim. Stop claiming that. You're not a victim. You're an overcomer. You're a warrior. You're anointed by the blood of Jesus. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Everyone look up here, please. I will look up here, please. I want to say something to you. I want to give you direction. I want to give you direction. Bishop, can you come up here? Pastor Gleason, Brother Hattabaugh, Bishop Wilson, Brother Caleb Herring. Please come up here. If the attack is on a family member, would you raise your hand? If the attack is on you, raise your hand. When we pray the prayer of faith, if the attack is on you, lay your own hands on your own head and begin to worship the name of Jesus and command the attack to leave. And it's going to leave immediately. If it's on a family member, when we pray the prayer of faith, you will shout the name of Jesus like everyone else. And then you will shout the name of the family member and the spirit attacking them. And there are thousands of angels that are about to leave this room tonight. And they're not ministering angels. They're not messenger angels. They are warring angels that are going to remove the demons from the family member that your name, you're speaking their name. Are you ready? Bishop, would you lay hands on me and cover me? Guys, would you stretch your hands over everybody right now? By the authority of the word of God and by the power of the name of Jesus, I release the discerning of spirits and the working of miracles in this room right now and mass deliverance in Jesus' name. Somebody shout, Jesus! In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, devil, you are a liar. Leave her alone now. Devil, you're a liar. Get away. You shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. You shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. You shall live. You shall live. You shall live. Shikondo. Shiala Marisataya, Rosso, Arecata Rosunda, Arescatara Mariendo, Arresataya, Arecondo Ricata Sato, Amasacata Re, Oriendoli Mikasa, Moshanaye, Rekimo Canto Show, Ikama Sato, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Would you lay hands on somebody now? Would you turn and lay hands on somebody and release them? Release them from the attack. Release them from the battle. Release them from the fear. Release them from the struggle. Release them. Release them. Come on, speak it. I release you in Jesus' name. From anxiety. From depression from fear, from suicide. I release you 
in the name of Jesus from cutting yourself. I release you from speaking words of death to yourself. I release you. You ought to war till you know that demon's left your house. You need to war until you're stepping on that spirit's neck. I will not fear what man can do unto me. No weapon formed against me is able to prosper. If God be for you, who can be against you? God is on my side. Whom shall I fear? Come on, Dad. Come on, Mom. Come on, Dad. Come on, Mom. Come on, Dad. Come on, Mom. Stop saying your kid is crazy. Stop speaking those words over your child. My kid's anointed. My kid's anointed. My child's anointed by God. deep turn right now it's taking a deep turn we're headed to the holy of holies right now we're headed to the holy of holies right now the demons don't want to go here they can't stay in this atmosphere they can't stay in this type of prayer meeting they can't stay in this type of worship you will let them go let them go Hallelujah. 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 Release the peace of the Lord in this room. Let there be peace. Let there be peace. Let there be no contention. Let there be no competition. Let there be no strife. Let there be no jealousy. Let there be no envy. Let there be no anger. Let there be peace. Hallelujah. 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 Ki kandala la mosataya. Shikamosota. Come on pastor, drive it out of your church right now. I wish the shepherds would open their mouth and speak right now. Every shepherd, open your mouth and speak. You know the attacks. You know the families being 
being, being tripped up, being shot at by the enemy. Speak it, shepherd. Kick that spirit out of that place. Come on, youth pastor. Yes. Take the demon to Jesus. That's what Hezekiah did. He brought, he brought the enemy's letter and laid it on the altar and said, this is what the enemy is saying. What are you going to do about it? And that's what you need to do right now. This is what the devil is saying. God, I put it on the altar. I put it on the altar. I bring it to you right now. to say something to you before I give it to Bishop. I want to say something to you. I'm all for shouting and dancing and running and I, I want it every service. And we view that as victory. But real, a real sign of victory is lingering. When you can't leave the room and you keep talking in tongues and you keep feeling the Lord and you may not be doing anything but you don't want to go anywhere that's the sign that you're winning the battle that's the victory that's the absence of demonic spirits reason you don't even know what to do right now but you don't want to leave is because the devil has been kicked out of your house and out of this house and you have the peace of God in this room somebody tell them you love them tell them you love them tell them how much it means to you tell them how thankful you are right now because right now there's nothing blocking the passageway from your prayers going to the throne room there's no demonic spirit hovering above this building trying to block the prayers from going up everything has been removed and you have access to him right now speak Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's leaving. It's not coming back this time. Enter into their home no more. Enter into their mind no more. Enter into their marriage no more. Enter into that bedroom no more.
Hallelujah. The gifts of the Spirit are in this room. The gifts of the Spirit are in this room. The gifts of the Spirit are in this room. Thank you for listening to this message. For more content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at The Life Church KC. Reference the episode notes for more details. Thank you.